wonderful way my father introduced this idea of what it would be like to go into all the nations. Now, it was a strange question to be asked. Wife and children, we were very young at the time, but my father knew that this decision was going to affect not just him, but all of us. Each of us was going to be changed by the decision that was made, and he was letting us as a family make that decision. Now, what my father had heard in the words of the Great Commission, this Great Commission, that in his ears, these words were not simply a call to go to Brazil, but they were more a command. Go. That's how he heard that. Go into all the world. You need to do that, Ray. You need to do that. You need to take your family. You can ask them, but that sense of command was very much a part of what my father was hearing. I, too, have almost always heard these words that way, with the command. There is an invitation, yes, but there also seems to be a command by Jesus to make his sight to all nations, and that included me. And if you hear the words, I'm assuming that maybe you have also heard that as a command. You need to do that, which also brings up all kinds of anxieties to all of us, right? Wow, what does that mean? What am I going to do? Who am I that God would include me in that? Now, it's important for us this morning that Jesus also said, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you continue in my word. So this week, this text came up, and I assumed I knew what the text said. I mean, I have lived with this text for a long time. I assumed that I understood what Jesus was saying. But, so it came as a surprise to me that I was continuing this word, and there was something new there that I had never heard before. These verses were the subject of our text study, and I think I received an important message from God, which was not only just go and make disciples, but what does that mean for us? What we discovered as we were looking more in depth is that the word go is not a verb, that is somehow in the imperative, go do this. As I had always heard it that way, that's how I understood it, but that's not the text. Because I've always believed that Jesus commanded his disciples to go into all the world. But this word is actually a participle, which changes the way we read the text. Go is more descriptive than an invitation to action. Wow, that's, that changes that, how I understand it, how I hear that. What we learned was that Jesus is telling his disciples that as we are going along, right, describing something, as you are going along, make disciples. Right? As you are living your life, make disciples where you are. And baptize them, and then teach them. Help them to, the word, obey everything that I have commanded you. Obey is also in the imperative, not in the imperative, but a participle, meaning descriptive. Obey is a description of how this looks. Teaching them to observe is the word used, or to attend to all that I have instructed you to do. Now you may think, Pastor Jeff, I don't really care. <laughs> Tell me why this is important for me. Why is this important for us today? I believe that for most people in the pews today, and even up here in the, in the pulpit, we have a kind of a distance ourselves from
from these words. These verses were written for the likes of pastors and missionaries, right? But <laughs> certainly not for the likes of us who sit in the pews today. Nothing could be further from the truth. And I want to tell you why. These words are for all of us. I love the way this reads. As you are going along, doing whatever God has given you to do. Now, that changes it because it's not just about passion, right? It's about you. As you go about doing what you do, as you go about your way, don't miss the opportunity to share the good news. I like that. I don't know if you like that, because it's so much nicer if you're pointing to the past and Pastor, that, that, that certain stuff and that living the faith stuff, that's all yours. Enjoy, okay? That's not what Jesus is inviting his disciples to do. He's looking at everybody and says, no, you are included. You go out there and as you live your life, as you share life with those around you, don't forget to teach them. Don't forget to introduce them to the relationship that we have with God in holy baptism. I think the sacrament where God comes to us and promises His grace to us, new life for us, teach those whom you meet as you go along your life and teach them about this word of hope. Teach them how to observe and attend to these gifts that God's given to you. How do you do that? You do it by living it in your life. And that's not just the clergy, I don't ask the people who have nice little collars on their necks, but that's for everybody. I don't care who you are. So then the text uh, closes with this last little bit. And I, I like that. Remember uh, that I am with you to the end of the age. Which reminds us that uh, timing is critical, but it's also filled with grace. There is an urgency, but also a realization that God is patient with us. Because the time that God is talking about to the close of the age is God's time. It's not run by a 24-hour stop clock. The word age is not a measure in time, but a realization. I am with you to the close, and you need to know that. That's a realization you need to have. I am with you always. A time set by God's grace to embrace all of humankind until all are His with not one lamb lost. Let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about the people that God has entrusted and on you as you're on your path, as the lambs that you encounter in your daily life, the people who will hear about God's grace and God's love for us in Christ because you are there, because you are on that path with them, because you have a cup of coffee with them, because you go fishing with Chuck. No, I'm sorry. Because you are in the squad car with somebody, right? See what I'm saying? Because you are on the forefront of everything that's going on in the world. God is inviting us to observe that and to attend to that as his disciples. Attend to the gospel that's been given to you. Take care of it. Share it. I think this is what's going on is uh, this goes along with our rest because let me tell you, sometimes it can be overwhelming, right? God is counting on you. At the same time, God is inviting you. So you as a good lamb need to take your rest as well. The texts were not chosen for that fact. They were chosen because they all speak about the Trinity. 
I like to throw them together and see what happens. It's a great combination. I think this has given a perspective for us today. God will be with us to the close of the time, confident that God will take care of that. No matter what happens, the grace of God will guide us, will lead us, and even teach us what to say. Just allow yourself to tend to and live in this gospel of grace. Peace be with you today. Go out and have a missionary-type day tomorrow. Uh, go and have a pastor-type day tomorrow because you are all missionaries.